Welcome to the Health Coach Nation podcast. My name is Haley Rowe, and I'm a sales and marketing coach and LinkedIn lead generation service provider. I work with health, life, and mindset coaches and online service-based business owners to help them get more sales, shift their time to the client generating activities instead of just the busy work, and overcome that social media overwhelm. Let's get into the show. If you're ready to take on your next paying clients, I have good news. My free four basics of client attraction and how to stand out class is live at HaleyRowe.com slash client hyphen attraction. In the class, you're going to learn the top two traits I recommend for most coaches and entrepreneurs if they really want to turn this into a career. You're going to learn how you can build demand for your services and stop getting crickets on your posts. You're going to learn the sales roadmap I used to improve my sales conversion rate and help my clients do the same. And you're going to learn so much more. So go to HaleyRow.com slash client hyphen attraction and get your copy of the class today. Hey, today we're talking about LinkedIn marketing. And for those of you who are wondering, is LinkedIn for me? How can I use it to attract clients and profitable partnerships? Feel free to put any questions in the chat if you have any. And if you're listening to the replay or listening to this on the podcast, of course, you can DM me on Instagram at Haley underscore row, H-A-I-L-E-Y underscore R-O-W-E. If you have any questions or, you know, there's other ways to get in touch with me. But anyways, let's talk about LinkedIn today. So recently I did a post about how on LinkedIn, a report shows that your lead gen connections and conversions can convert three times higher than other social media platforms. And why is that? Well, it's because LinkedIn allows you to get pretty targeted in who you connect with, with a tool called Sales Navigator, which we use for our clients. And it also allows you to um, network and it is made for networking and businesses compared to Facebook and Instagram, which are more so for entertainment. So people just expect more things to go down on LinkedIn, more connections to go down, more opportunities to go down, more coffee chats, more discovery calls, things like that. And I personally am a big fan of relationship building marketing and collaboration marketing. And I have been tracking for a couple of years now, actually, what have been my results on Instagram versus Facebook versus LinkedIn. And I actually have my team member send me a report at the end of the week about how many positive replies have we gotten on each platform and things like that. And LinkedIn always wins. It just does. And that's for me personally as a B2B business owner. But that doesn't mean that it cannot work for B2C. You just have to use it a different way, which we'll talk about. So to answer the question of who should use LinkedIn, my answer is if you are a B2B service provider, so if you you know are a copywriter, a website designer, a um, operations coach, something like that, that's one way you can use LinkedIn because you can connect with your ideal clients if they're a certain type of business owner or professional. If you are a type of coach who works with a certain type of professional or could work with a certain type of professional, you can use LinkedIn to connect with your ideal clients. So in other words, I had a client who is a life coach, but she works primarily with executives. 
and she helps them with imposter syndrome and feeling like there's a lot of pressure on them to perform and lead their teams. I've had clients who are burnout coaches and work with certain types of professionals so they can use LinkedIn for that. The third option is if you are a B2C business owner, you will want to use LinkedIn for partnerships, speaking opportunities, collaborations. So for example, what I mean by B2C means you are a business owner who works with just regular everyday customer type of people, not business owners or not a certain type of professional. So maybe you work with moms, maybe you work with, um, I don't know, let's say parents, right? If that's the case, you could use LinkedIn more so to connect with podcasters, other influencers who have parents as their audience and either collaborate in the form of a live stream together, being on their podcast, speaking at their summit, bundling your services, referring each other. So that's the last way I'll say too, is if you're looking to expand your network just for the purpose of having a network, which is really valuable in life, and also referring people, and you wanna become the kind of person who is a connector, because usually when you're a connector, other people connect you with people too, LinkedIn can really do that for you. So I think I have, I don't know how many connections I have. Let's, I don't even think LinkedIn shows me that, but they do show me how, um, if I just go directly to my profile, but for the purpose of this video, so I don't have to go look around, I do have 13,181 followers on LinkedIn. And that's because I've been doing LinkedIn lead gen for years. So when I post something on LinkedIn, it's not just a shot in the dark, 13,000 now, not everybody in my connections are going to see every post, but it's so much more valuable to build up that network because people are actually seeing your posts. And the thing that I see people doing out of order in their business is they're posting and hoping that people see it, but they don't have an audience to see it. And they're not growing an audience to see it. They don't have the two parts of marketing, audience growth and the marketing and posting and sharing what you do together. And what LinkedIn lead gen does and what I do as LinkedIn lead gen service providers help you pair those. And on LinkedIn, your posts aren't even the most important thing. I tell some of my clients barely even post on LinkedIn. What's way more important is the relationships you're building on LinkedIn, using the platform in your messages and things like that. Now, there's a right and a wrong way to approach LinkedIn lead gen. And when I work with clients, we take a very relationship building oriented approach, meaning we typically ask a question that can open doors and see if somebody's even interested in connecting deeper. So we don't want to ask, you know, um, hey, do you want to buy my stuff? <laughs> we want to ask things like, are you open to exploring collaboration? Are you open to connecting and maybe forming a referral partnership? Are you uh, or somebody you know looking to do X, Y, and Z? What kind of posts would you find useful on my page? I'm trying to make my content really helpful. Um, things like that. Or does your organization have an application for corporate wellness talks that I'd love to apply? You know, stuff like that. So don't go into LinkedIn lead gen thinking that you have to send these long salesy messages that maybe you've received on LinkedIn because that is not true. And that's also not what I would recommend. I don't think it actually works. And I'm going to open up, I had a um, document that had some questions that people have asked me about LinkedIn. So I'm just going to have that open while we're here. But if you're watching live and you have a question, feel free to um, 
put it in the chat. So just to kind of recap, who is LinkedIn lead gen for? It's for you if you want to expand your network, if you want to uh, have an audience growth strategy working for you, you want to use a platform that's not high maintenance, meaning you don't have to post all the time to be successful. You want to skip the fluff. Like, here's the thing. I don't, I am very direct. I am very business oriented. I am very, um, I don't want to get into social media and get off and then go do my other, other things in my life. So LinkedIn is a platform that allows me to do that compared to Instagram. I feel like I should always be posting stories. I should be posting reels and using trending audios. I should be posting at a reasonable time so people can see it. And there's just so many rules. And I'm just like, I not loving that. Right. Um, so it, it can be for you if you're looking for partnerships, potential clients or uh, collaborations. And again, just remember your network is your net worth. The more people you just start to know and the more you can help others by connecting them with who they're trying to connect with, the more in your life that's probably going to pay off. And even if it doesn't, you're seen as a value adder and people are going to remember that. And I just believe in karma. And so I, I can tell you firsthand just by me doing LinkedIn Legion throughout the years and knowing so many people and being able to connect other leaders with people they want to connect with, it's been beneficial and they've met connections that have really like changed their life. And it's fun to be a part of that. So that's just a complete byproduct, not even related, not to mention I've had weekly discovery calls from people who I connect with on LinkedIn. I have gotten so many clients from LinkedIn, um, that kind of stuff. So that's the first thing. Now, to answer the question of how long would it take me as a business owner to get clients from LinkedIn, what I want to say about that is it depends because what we do for clients, as in myself and my team member, we um, give you volume because we use the maximum amount of connection requests we're allowed to send with Sales Navigator, which is 800 per month. Right. So you're you're getting out into the universe, 800 connection requests to whoever you're looking to connect with. And we're able to target those people much better than like, you know, you just guessing on Instagram. Is this my ideal client or is this my ideal partner? We're actually able to put in their title, where they live, if you want, um, how long they've been in the position, how big is their team? If you want bigger business owners versus smaller business owners versus et cetera, et cetera, people who've been around a while. Um, and so naturally, too, the thing about LinkedIn is you're going to be connecting with people who have more purchasing power. So to answer the question, how long does it take to get your first client using LinkedIn? It depends on the volume. So how many connection requests are you sending and how consistent are you being with it? It depends on the purchasing power of the person, which is naturally going to be higher on LinkedIn because it's higher than other platforms. If you look at the stats, it's going to depend on what is your messaging approach? Is it a really long, salesy, pitchy, annoying message or is it something better? <laughs> um, and then is there personalization and follow up to that? So what we do is we get our clients started and then after the, the conversation begins and the person answers their, their question and kind of engages, that's where our clients chime in and or their team chimes in and they can personalize because what we don't want to do and what I don't recommend on LinkedIn is you'll see some people use automation tools to have a whole sequence that gets sent to you whether or not you answer the message. So there have been times where I on the receiving end get messages from people where it's like, 
hey, you know, how are you? I answer them. We're in a in the middle of the conversation, and then I get three follow ups that are have nothing to do with what we were just talking about because it's automated. So that's going to depend on your results, right? And then, of course, um, just making sure that you're checking and answering, you know your inquiries and, and leading it to where you want to lead it to. So having a clear strategy of like, am I trying to get collaboration calls to partner and do podcasts and do that kind of stuff? Am I trying to get email lead subscribers, in which case maybe I am promoting my freebie and leading it there? Or am I trying to get calls like for my offer or um, intro calls or whatever, pre-qualifying calls, whatever you want to be doing in your business? So making sure you decided what that is for you um, and are you know, executing your plan, that's um, important as well. So that, and just to give you some examples of clients who use LinkedIn, it really will make sense for you to have something in your offer suite that is high ticket. So the reason why I say that is because if you're selling a $20 offer and trying to use LinkedIn lead gen, it's going to require a lot of volume because you have to pay for um, sales navigator, right? Which is free the first month. And we don't use your free trial. If you plan on working with me, save your free trial and we can use that for you and set up the targeting, right? Instead of you using the targeting yourself and probably messing it up and then wasting your free trial month. Um, so anyways, backing up, you got to pay for that. And then if you want to pay and save yourself like four hours a day, my team and I do this for you. And we're very reasonable compared to most LinkedIn uh, lead gen companies. If you look around, our rate is pretty, I mean, in my opinion, it's pretty no brainer. And as far as um, if it makes sense for you, if you sell something though for $20, it's going to take a while before you see that ROI, just because you have to get such a high volume of sales. And because LinkedIn, we have to send out connection requests on your behalf and it takes people like a day or two to accept it. All of those are going to keep compounding every week. And so it does take a couple of weeks of compounding for people to be engaging back with you, et cetera, et cetera. So um, you can get positive responses within the first week, no doubt, because there are people who check their profile and, you know, accept your connection requests and get the second message and all that. But my suggestion is it makes more sense for people who on the back end have some kind of high ticket offer, meaning something that's over like, I mean, technically the definition of high high ticket is over $1,000. But I would say if you have something $800 or more, it could still make sense for you. Um, because then if even if you get like one sale every three months, LinkedIn pays, you know, you're paying, you're making a profit on LinkedIn. So um, I've had clients, I had a client who, like I told you, did the executive coaching and within the first two months, she got two high ticket clients and then she got some referrals from those clients. And then she also got an ADK, uh, part-time corporate job coaching at an organization within 90 days. Now that is not to say everybody gets a part-time job opportunity. <laughs> She's very good at what she does. Um, and it's also not to say everybody gets exactly two clients within X amount of time. But the point is, <clears throat> with the volume, with the right approach, with the consistency, it's possible. And once people are in your network, there's that is something you don't realize, like it indirectly impacts your business. Because these people are seeing your posts over time. And I've had people who've been in my LinkedIn network for quite a while. And then they 
convert, you know? So you need to know too, what's your sales cycle? So in other words, when you connect with somebody on social media, how long does it usually take? What's the average it usually takes for them to sign up for something or buy from you or whatever? And sometimes that could be 90 days for a high ticket offer. So just going into LinkedIn, I would expect to, you know, for me, it's something I do for life. I never stop doing LinkedIn lead gen. It's not something I pause. It's like I'm always doing it and it's always paying off. If you're going to do it for a, a launch or something, you could do that. But I recommend I recommend at least like three months to really just with any marketing strategy you're going to do to stick with it for at least three months, at least. Um, okay, so does anybody have questions about this topic? LinkedIn marketing, LinkedIn lead gen. Um, one thing I will say too is that we do for clients is we look at their profile. So if your profile right now is not updated, meaning, you know, you don't even have a photo, it's really messy, it's not clear what you do, or it's some other job that you work at, but not your business job that you work at, I highly recommend um, updating your profile, which means put a smiling profile photo of you looking at the camera. That's professional, right? Have a little bio under your photo that summarizes really quickly the results or benefit you provide to people. Um, anything that makes you credible, whether you're a certified coach or you, were, you won a certain award or you are an author or something like that. Um, and who you serve, if you, you know, want to include the, the kind of problem you solve and for who. Um, so just make sure you have like that key result in your little bio section right underneath your photo, that little mini bio section. And then you'll also want to have a link there where because you can add that to either your freebie or your call invite or your Facebook group or something like that. And then from there, you also want to have an about section. So in your about section, you would list the benefits of what you do. Um, you might have a call to action at the bottom, but you have to understand you're not allowed you you a clickable link will not be clickable in your about section. So you'd have to either say like message me for the free guide or um, go to this URL, but it won't be clickable in your about section. So just a heads up there. Um, and you could probably share a quick, quick brand, your brand story in that section. If you're struggling with what your brand story is, feel free to reach out. I help clients with that. Um, and then you also can have a featured section on your profile, which can be your best. You don't need this, but it's nice to have your best LinkedIn posts. So if you posted a testimonial, that would be good to put in your featured section. If you were on a really cool podcast or publication, you'd want to put that in your featured section. If now keep in mind, you don't have to have these things to be successful on LinkedIn. That's why I love LinkedIn. You don't have to be posting all the time for it to really work for you. Um, but if you have it, it's great, right? It just complements what we're doing. Um, if you have, let's say, a um, what else could you put in there? Like a little post about summarizing your offer. You could put that in there. Um, maybe your best expertise posts, like if you shared something really valuable people loved, you could put that in there. So that's kind of where your best stuff goes. You can also have a recommendation section on your LinkedIn. So that's where past clients can leave a review for you. Um, anybody who you've collaborated with maybe can leave a review about how professional you were or something like that, um, things like that. So um, one of the other things too that people ask is, who, uh, how many connections until you get a reply? 
And my answer to that is, again, it depends on the niche because I've had clients who target doctors and doctors don't check their profile enough, uh, that much. So we don't even recommend for our clients. We don't usually let our clients do that target audience because they're a little slow. Um, but if you're targeting, you know, health coaches or you're targeting, or if you're a health coach and you're targeting a certain type of professional, like accountants or people who are in management or director roles or things like that, they will check because they use LinkedIn for their job and, or, you know, they're just more, they're quicker to respond. So there's certain niches that respond faster. Okay. So you want to send 800 connection requests a month, which is what we do for clients. And that will take you a long time if you're doing that by yourself. And it will take you an extra, extra long time if you're 